BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast, the last of the season. Didn't see that coming at halftime, didn't see that coming at the beginning of the game, and yet here we are, the Bengals, 27-24 in overtime. The Chiefs had the ecstasy of playoff overtime a week ago, and now they have the agony of it, and I got to tell you, they deserve it. They lost that game in every conceivable fashion. Give the Bengals credit. The far less experienced team looked like a far more experienced one down the stretch. That's one that hurts. The Chiefs should have won that game. I I really, I mean, they shouldn't have won it in the sense they gave it away, but they should have won it in the sense that team, the the Chiefs did everything they could to lose. And they ultimately do. Give the Bengals credit. They go to the Super Bowl. They will be uh, fun to watch in that game. And I look forward to being there to cover it. But if you're a Chiefs fan, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. Give credit where credit is due. They did everything right in the second half. They made the correct adjustments. They somehow figured out how to get into Patrick Mahomes' head because that's what it came down to. Patrick was not Patrick. This was not the same Mahomes from the Bills game. What makes this easier for me is knowing this game was on Mahomes' shoulders. He It was. Choked. He choked down the stretch. It wasn't a bad penalty. The refs did not do anything to lose the game. It wasn't the defense getting torched. It was Mahomes doing what he did early on in the season. He looked like Josh Allen that playoff game when he had no idea where he was at. I am so shocked that Mahomes looked like that while Joe Burrow kept his calm, did not panic, give the Cincinnati Bengals a ton of credit. They got it done. Hey, you know what? The Bengals deserve to win that football game. They outplayed them. The Chiefs got up 21-3, to and all of a sudden the game goes sideways. And look, you know what? I get it. Like, the comments in here are going to be out of control. And I, I hey, vent away. Got, I totally understand, right? I, I, I We're here for you. But look, man, that game comes down to, and I said it at the halftime show, that game changed on the last play of the first half. Yep. You are rolling. That game's done. Like, if you get in the end zone there, that game's over. And if nothing else, you get a field goal, and you're in a spot where at the end of that game, guess what? You don't tie it as you go to overtime. You win. You win. That's the game. But I would also point to, to me, yes, yes, Mahomes was was a disaster at the end of that thing. But to me, and it, and it happened against Pittsburgh, but it didn't matter because the Steelers just had no ability to beat the Chiefs. It happened against Buffalo, but the Chiefs overcame it with their 13 seconds. You cannot run these plays 
in these situations, offense and defense, where you're just a train wreck. And at the end of the game against Buffalo, they bailed themselves out. They couldn't do it this time. And, I, and I'm specifically pointing to, yes, the last play of the first half. But then it's 21-13. You have the ball. You're fine. You're fine. Mahomes throws a brutal pick. I mean, just an ungodly, dumb, stupid, any any adjective you want to use, pick. Also, D-Rob was covered on that play. So I, even if he gets the ball off, it's getting picked. Yeah, it was it was so dumb. Like, bro, throw it at his feet, man. Like, what are you doing? It's second down. Gets picked. Then they get to a third and goal. And Steve Spagnolo has Fenton on chase, man coverage with Sorensen given a late help. I mean, like, what are, you, what are you doing? And then on the two-point conversion, which I don't know, might have mattered at the end there. What, what do they do? They play those two in a man coverage scheme on the left side, and Sorensen guards the wrong guy. Like, you go home and you do stuff like this. Then you get to overtime, and your first two plays are to Demarcus Robinson. Guys, like, I, I don't, I don't want to get like personal. Demarcus Robinson is not good. He's not been good ever. He's occasionally good for like a deep shot. That's about it. He's not good. And then you end up throwing third down, double coverage, and Mahomes at that point, what the hell, whale it in the coverage. But they lost, and, and at the end of the regulation, like second and goal at the four, and they lost 22 yards on two plays. Like, and Mahomes is just running around like a nut job. I don't know what he was doing. He had you know, time. He fumbled. Like, he's so lucky they didn't end up dropping. But look, you know what? In the end, guys, I don't think they need to change the whole roster and blow it up. Like that, come on. Like they, they don't have to do that. I will say though, coaching wise, something does have to change a little bit with them. Like it's so cute all the time. And it's just, you're the better team in most cases. Just play football. And but they don't, they don't want to do it that way. And it cost them. So, well, obviously that was rough. Super gut wrenching. I would say in my like the Super Bowl last year was really bad. And you would like, I don't know. I would think like if you told me, hey, the Chiefs are going to lose an AFC championship game or they're going to lose in a Super Bowl that you know, I'd be like, oh, the Super Bowl, that would be the one that would sting the worst. This one by far stung me more than the Super Bowl, I think, because, you know, like that Super Bowl was just a disaster pretty much from the start. And you knew they were done. Right. And it was frustrating. They had just won a Super Bowl. This was a game where you felt like you felt like they were the better team, at least in the first half. They had it. They made a bunch of mistakes, a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Credit to the Bengals, of course. But I want to say something to there's 328 of you. Some some of you are Bengals fans gloating. Good for you. Some of you are Bills fans gloating. Good for you. Enjoy. Which, by the way, is hilarious if you're a yeah. Bills fan gloating. <laughs> right. Oh but I, I, I want to say something to – we've been doing this podcast now for – this is the end of our second season, unfortunately, a little earlier than we wanted it to be. We've been doing this podcast for a couple of years and you guys have supported it. You've been absolutely fantastic. We're going to keep going. We're not going to just like go dormant during the off season or anything like that. But I want to say something to the people that have been with us along the ride for these two years. And I want to say a similar message to what I said after the Super Bowl loss. Um, it was, that was a hard show to do for us, for Verdram and I. This is a hard show for us to do because we're Chiefs fans. This is a Chiefs fan podcast. But what I want to say to you guys out there who have supported us is take a deep breath. It's okay to be angry tonight. You know, punch a punching bag, whatever, crush some cans, be, be frustrated. But, you know, try to begin moving yourself to the point where you can see what a hell of a season the Chiefs had, a wonderful game that they gave us last week, this great young quarterback, this incredible coaching staff, incredibly, incredible, exciting players that you have. I know it's hard to get to that point when you're still angry, but I know a lot of people who listen to this, it means a little bit more to them than just 
it's just a, a Chiefs podcast, right? And it, and it may be cathartic to hear us rail on the Chiefs and, and vent our own frustrations, and we will, and, and already started. Uh, but I just wanted to say to all of you out there that like that this podcast means a little bit more to you than, than just a football podcast, and it helps you get through some tough times, that we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep talking Chiefs. We're going to start looking ahead to the draft, to how the Chiefs can reload, and we can be all right back here next year again celebrating and enjoying what mostly is a team that wins almost every time they take the football field. So deep breath. We got your back. We're here for you. Tough loss. And with that, we can get on the show. Sorry for the little monologue, but I've had, I had a lot of people reach out to, to me after the Super Bowl episode last year, and I just wanted to, I wanted to put that out there for, for, for folks because I know how you feel. Sterling knows how you feel. Matt knows how you feel. We're wrecked. It sucks. It's terrible. Like, I feel awful. Matt and I are going to the Super Bowl. You think we want to go and sit there and watch the Bengals? No, you know, we're going to be like reliving. This is going to be I'll like, be it's going to be like, I'll say that much. Yeah, it's going to be like nom flashbacks. You know, every time something happens, I'm going to be like, oh man, I thought the Chiefs were going to be here. So we, we got you. But yeah, I mean, total self-inflicted wounds on the Chiefs. Total meltdown by Pat. Probably one of the worst halves I've ever seen him play from a decision-making standpoint. Um, it was just bad. It was, and, and, and whenever somebody tells you momentum isn't real in sports, just tell them to watch the second half of this game because you could see how it affected the Chiefs on every level. Some drop passes, everything that was sharp in the first half was not in the second. I got to eat Skyline chili. That's the worst part of all of this is oh, I have no. to get that can of Skyline chili and <laughs> eat that on the next podcast we do. A lot of it was, it comes down to Mahomes. As much as I want to say, Rashad Fenton, what are you doing one-on-one in these situations? Fenton got cooked the entire game while Javarius Ward, I think Javarius was incredible pretty much the entire game as had a one tackle. That's the only play I can, I can remember Javarius Ward really looking out of sorts. But it comes down to Mahomes. It comes down to you put up 24 points. We go, all right, going into the, going into the uh, last play of the half. Apparently it comes out. He came to Reed and says, no, I have a play. I want to do this. Reed basically says, all right, as long as it's in the end zone, go ahead. And then he throws it behind the line of scrimmage. The one thing that you cannot do in that situation, you come away with zero points. That's not on Andy Reed. That's Andy Reed trusting his quarterback. That's why players like to play for Andy Reed because they trust who, what they're going to do. I don't blame Andy Reed for this loss. I truly don't. I don't blame the refs for this loss. I truly don't. I know people saying the fair catch situation. Oh, sure. I know great. the late hit on McCall out of bounds. Come on. The, they called it both ways. They let these guys play. I would much rather have the refs have their hands off the game than too involved. Again, it comes down to this was on Mahomes. And for me, that almost makes the loss easier to swallow. I mean, to me, it's on a lot of guys. Mahomes leads the charge because when they win a lot of times, it's because of him. I mean, they lost. They lost the game. Um, and you live with that. Mahomes played like shit in the second half of the football game. And let's just be honest. You know, he did yeah. not play well. They couldn't get open. But see, to me, like, I, I put this on a lot of guys. I put this on Mahomes for not playing well. I put this on Andy. Like, obviously, in the second half, the Bengals came out. They made some adjustments. The Chiefs just make none. None. Like, nothing changes. Early in the game, McKinnon's running for, like, seven, eight yards a clip. That just completely goes away. Like, they just can't be bothered to try to do that. You know, I, I just think sometimes because of how talented they are, their situational football is garbage. They, they just cannot play situational football. And it kills you. Like, the end of the game, it's second to goal at the four. They have no timeouts left. You're down three points. Why are you throwing the ball? 
Like, I, and I, I get it. I knew all day Mahomes did. Mahomes has been garbage all half of the game. Can't do anything. You know they're going to flood the zones underneath. You know they're going to drop seven, eight guys in the end zone to make it impossible to throw the football. Run it. And what's the worst? Unless he fumbles. Like, what is the worst scenario there? Okay, you get a yard, whatever. You burn off half the clock, and now it's third and goal. From, let's even just say, let's say it's two. Okay? So it's third and goal from the two. You can run it. You can pass it. You can do a lot of things. What do the Chiefs do? They drop him back. It's predictably, there's nowhere to go. He loses five. Then, obviously, on third and goal, you know, you look, I mean, it is what it is. You got to throw there because you're at the nine. And Mahomes is just dancing around holding the – I don't know what he's doing. Obviously, he's trying to extend the play, but he's just going backwards. He fumbles. I mean, Tooney, thankfully, jumps on the ball. Mm. Butker does his job, kicks the field goal. They get the ball in overtime. They can't do anything. Look, it's really hard to win playoff games all the time. It's really hard. And that's why we talk about this, and I talk about it all the time. There are three teams in NFL history that have gone to three straight Super Bowls. It's hard. And they should have won this game. They were up 21-3 to with the ball and in total control, and they let it get out of their hands. Okay? But in the end, first of all, give the Bengals credit. Mm -hmm. They didn't fold. They didn't quit. They kept playing. They kept coming. Ultimately, they made a play here and a play there. They get the pick of Mahomes down near the 25-yard line. That's the way it goes. You have to be able to execute. And you know what? And, and I'm not blaming him for this because it would have been a very nice play. But like Nick Bolton had a pick go right through his hands at the 25-yard line. It's, it's a tough play. It's a tough play. It's, I'm not saying it's easy, but that's an opportunity missed. How many times did the Chiefs, specifically Chris Jones, have Burrow right in his hands? Can't sack him. Gets out of there. Gets Any of those plays go differently, they win. But to me, the most egregious stuff was, yes, Mahomes doesn't play well. But in the end, like you can't not score at the end of the first half there. You just can't. You Can you imagine Belichick and Brady just not getting points in that situation? A hundred right. times out of a hundred, they score points there. A hundred times out of a hundred. Can you imagine Belichick playing Neiman and Sorensen the whole fucking year? I mean, they're horrific. Both of them can't even move. Just keep playing them. Just keep playing them. And it bit you in the ass. You know, the one play where Jones doesn't make the sack and Burrow gets out and give him credit, made a great play to get out. He's running toward the first down. It's a race with who? It's with Ben Neiman. If it's with Willie Gay, Joe Burrow's not getting that first down marker. He's not. But Willie Gay's standing on the sideline because they're in dime, and they don't want to play Willie Gay in dime because he doesn't have a green dot on his helmet. I mean, it's just that's the kind of stuff that loses you the game. It does. And today, in a game where they played a good team that didn't give up, when you make a million mistakes, you lose. And this team is going to come back, I would imagine, looking pretty similar. But you're going to see some changes. And I got to be honest, I think they need a, a little bit of a shakeup at coach. Not 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 like Andy Reid, but like they've got to adjust the way that they coach sometimes. And I don't know if they ever will because it's just not who they are. But it's it's too much cute shit and it's not enough just pure football. Before we go on, I, I just want to real quickly, because we're a little behind on time, thank our sponsors, the Kansas City Beer Company. They've been actually absolutely tremendous. They're going to be with us because like I said, we're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be with us all the way until the draft. We're going to keep producing regular episodes for you guys. So, um, you know, the season's not over. I agree with you, Verderam. I think some changes have to happen. Not not that the team isn't good enough to win. Obviously, it is as is. But there are a few pieces, right, that are old that need to be swapped out for some younger guys. The Chiefs need to make some, some smart plays. They need to figure out what they're doing with Tyron Matthew. But I do think they did a nice job of 
getting the team ready for sort of like a second era or a second run. And I, I think that I think that that starts next year. I think this is sort of the end of like the first chapter of Mahomes' career. And you've got the revamped offensive line. You've got a good stable of productive running backs. Tyree Killstone's prime. Travis Kelsey's getting a little bit older, but you drafted Noah Gray. You've got some good young guys. These next few drafts for the Chiefs are going to be really, really important that they continue to draft well and hit in those early rounds so they continue to have you know, sustained success. Um, but yeah, in this one, you know, I thought Spags did a great job. I thought he did a great job in this one, limiting the explosive Bengals plays. They held on all the way through the end of the fourth quarter, that defense, when they had their backs against the wall. They kept the offense in the game. We said it at halftime. I said the Chiefs have to execute on offense. That's what the second half of this game is about. They didn't do it. They lost. I would also say Spags was not the guy's missing tackles. He was not Chris Jones not wrapping up. That's not him. I know he had Finch in one-on-one a lot, and that that partly is on him because Chavarius Warda is at least, what, two, three inches taller, a little bit more physical going up one-on-one against Jamar Chase. But that's, to me, the biggest takeaway defensively was they could not bring either Joe Burrow down or they'd get drug along. Chris Jones had two opportunities. They had one sack, I want to say, just off the top of my head. I think the Chiefs had one sack. One sack the whole game. And the Bengals had four, right? The Titans had nine, nine sacks. Same quarterback, same offensive line. You had one sack. You're making Joe Burrow out here look like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. That was my biggest takeaway defensively. That's not on Spags. Spags is not out there wrapping up Joe Burrow. That was a huge issue. Yeah, and the other guys made plays. I mean, Burrow made plays. You got to tip your hat to him and give him credit. He made plays. Like anybody, I don't care who you are, Chris Jones gets his hands on you and you manage to get out of it, that's good on you. Yeah, but I agree. The, the, the defensive line play has been hit or miss all year and they need to be able to get more consistent pressure in these situations and not allow that to happen. But still, when you look at it, I mean, what did they give up? One touchdown drive that was on them in this game? That was mm-hmm. it. That was it. The second half touchdown, Mahomes handed them the football, and they were backed up. Like So, you know, if I'm the Chiefs defense, I'm walking out of this game feeling pretty good about what I did. And the Chiefs offense has just got to look at themselves in the mirror and as talented as they are and as devastating as they can be, say we shit our pants in the second half of that football game, and it costs us a trip to the Super Bowl. Well, what they need to do this offseason is they've got it. They've got to neuter some of this bullshit with Spagnuolo, and they've got to just get rid of Sorensen and Neiman. Like, don't even give them the opportunity to put them out there anymore. Be done with it. Fine. They're both free agents. Let them go. Like, I don't want to hear that they're good on special teams. I don't care. Tell Dave to find two other guys who can play special teams. Okay? Like, look, it's easy to sit here and scream about everything that went wrong. And, you know, oh, my God, Mahomes. Look, guys, Mahomes wasn't good in the second half of this game. He was terrible. Like, if you want him gone, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Like, you need to get a life. You go root for the Jets for a month and see how you feel about Patrick Mahomes after that. Like, <laughs> it happens, guys. You know who else blew a 21-3 lead in an AFC title game? Tom Brady. Like, it happens. It happens. You don't want Andy Reid as your first ballot Hall of Famer to be your head coach? Go root for the Giants. Go get like, Joe I, Judge. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> like, look, I get being frustrated, but come on. What are we talking about here? You know? I mean, would you rather be a Bills fan who's never seen their team win anything? Who, ch- who choked like a dog last week in 13 seconds? Would you rather root for that? I wouldn't. I mean, would you rather go root for the Steelers, who watched basically me play quarterback the last two years and now are staring down the barrel of Mason Rudolph? Would you rather have that? Would you rather be Denver and be, hey, look, yeah, we hopefully Aaron Rodgers, because otherwise, Drew Locke, here it comes. Like, rather <laughs> that, you know, or the Raiders with Josh McDaniels? Of course not. Look, and by the way, 
Complain, be, be pissed, all of it. I don't blame you. I mean, every right in the world. But my point is, like, to lose all perspective doesn't help you. It doesn't help anybody. They choked like dogs in this game. They were up 21-3, then 21-10 at the one-yard line, and they, they scored three points the rest of the game. Like, I'm not exonerating that. That was a shit show. And, yeah, absolutely, man. They, like, they're going to be held accountable for that. But at the same point, what are you going to do? What are you going to get rid of Mahomes? You're going to just gut right. the team? I mean, come on. The Fiery, second the season ends, the second the season ends, you know the Super Bowl favorite's going to be next year? Them. Them. Immediately. Doesn't make you feel any better right now, and it shouldn't. And I'm not sitting here. But, I mean, in the end, listen, they did not execute. They had sacks that they couldn't bring down. They they dropped passes occasionally. But mostly they had a, a quarterback in the second half of the game who, who was awful. He just did not play well. They have a coaching staff that situationally, I question them all the time, all year long. Like, they do this bizarre shit in these situational moments. And I, I thought I agree with you. Like Spags, by and large, was fine. But, like, by and large isn't good enough in these spots. You can't have third down where Sorensen's in man at the goal line. Like, you can't. It costs you the game. And in the end, all of it combined. There wasn't one thing that cost the game. It all cost you the game. And it it's just like last week with the Bills. There wasn't one specific play that the Chiefs won the game for, the Bills lost. The Bills lost, they probably should have kicked out of the end zone, but they should also play defense for 13 seconds. They couldn't do it. They could have played defense in overtime. They couldn't do it. It happens, right? I mean, in the end, your result is a is a complete aggregate of what you did all day long. And the Chiefs pissed down their leg the second half of that game. They won the toss, and then they decided to target bullshit-ass Demarcus Robinson two times in a row who, to be fair, the first throw he had no shot on. The second throw, I'm pretty sure he ran the wrong route. I, I mean, it's just, it, which, by the way, he's another guy. Like, if they bring him back, God almighty. I mean, just find anybody else. Draft a kid. Do something. But it is what it is. It's hard to win all the time. They'll be a favorite again next year. But, yeah, it's a brutal loss. It's a loss that'll stick with you. And a loss you're going to eat You're going to eat a lot of shit over for a while. And rightfully so, if you're a Chiefs fan. You're going to hear it. And you should. Because your team blew a 21-3 lead at home in the AFC title game. Do you guys think... This, to me, felt like the Mahomes early in the season when he had the the yips, when he looked like Chuck Knobloch when he couldn't throw the ball to first base, when it was John Lester not being able to complete a pickoff move. That's what it looked like. It seemed like he got in his dome ever since that final play of the first half. He did not look comfortable. He had time in the pocket and yet was just running around like a chicken with his head cut off. And he wasn't going forward. Like in the Bills game, he was super decisive. When things weren't there, when he didn't see what he liked, he was taken off. And I don't know. I think they were spying him a little bit. But there were times where like you were like, okay, if you're going to go, just go and like see this play to a resolution. You know what I mean? Roll out right. If somebody gets open, either take off or, or, you know, but like start limiting the amount of options you have. And in the second half, he was just like standing around. He looked like one of those, uh, like one of those, uh, music boxes with like a ballerina just going around in a circle, going around in a circle. Like, what are you doing? Someone's going to sneak up at you. Look, he's incredible. And when he makes plays happen like that, you're like, oh, this guy is so amazing. But like, you got to know the situation. And to, to the Verderans are making this point the whole podcast, right? Like, they, it was all there. The underneath throws, the easy throws, the runs, they were there all game, all game long. And then the second half, the Chiefs just stopped taking them. And for me, where they really blew it was, at the end of the game, I know they ended up running out the, all the clock anyway, but at the end of the game, when they had one first down to go and Mahomes ran, first of all, 
they should have been running the ball, but they did two pass plays. And Mahomes, Mahomes scrambled, and he went out of bounds twice and left the Bengals with two timeouts. And I was like, what are you doing? Why aren't you getting down in bounds? Why are you passing here? Like, it, it, it was so easy. We were talking about it in the Arrowhead Discord. I was like, run the ball. They're going to call a timeout. Run the ball again. They're going to call a timeout. Get the first down. Get in there real close and just run out the clock and win the game and go to the Super Bowl. And instead, they're like, let's throw it. Maybe we can score the touchdown here with a minute 30 left while the Bengals still have two timeouts. Like, that is where you, you, that is where you got to go to be enemy and read and say, what the fuck were you doing? Like, you put Pat in this situation where he, that he shouldn't have been in to begin with. He looked like he also called out a few times, either audible or in the RPOs, decided to throw. To me, the majority of this falls on Mahomes. If we are going to praise him and say he's God in cleats, whatever we're going to, whatever we're going to be, whatever we're going to say, he choked. That is what it happened. That's what happened. Again, I I larken it back to the first seven games of the season when he got the yips. He looked scared to throw the ball, and then he looked scared to run. It was a combination of what are you trying to do? I, I truly could not figure it out. I was I was trying to think back. Did he get hit in the head? Like, I literally was trying to think back. Did he get hit somewhere that we did not see? Is he somehow injured? Because we have not seen this the past, what, 10, 11 weeks? He choked. He choked. They choked. But he choked specifically. He was awful. And he's going to have to live with it. He was awful. That wasn't – he was 8 of 18 for 55 yards with two picks in the second half and overtime. I mean, it's awful. And it was under no pressure most of the time. Did nothing. Did nothing. But again, you know, the Bengals were dropping 8 constantly late in that game. Chiefs just wouldn't run the football. Just won't do it. Will not do it. Said it all year long, and every analytics person gets on my ass about it all the time on Twitter. Look, I don't give a shit what these people say. You need to be able to run the football sometimes. The Bengals could not stop them to save their lives. The Chiefs were ripping off four plus a carry every time. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Just can't stop. Always got to be that they've got to throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball. And it's like, at some again, it goes back to, I, I don't want Andy Reid canned or anything. That, that's dumb. But, I, I mean, there are times you do look at that and it's just like, what are you doing? I, I mean, it's just so blatantly obvious. That is the one thing that I will say with the Chiefs. All these years watching the Pats with Brady and Belichick, if they saw a weakness in you, they just destroyed you with it. Like they, I remember when they came into Arrowhead four years ago and they said, we don't care if we throw the ball down the field. We're not even going to try to. We're going to play two tight ends. We're going to run the ball going to run the ball and run the ball because Chiefs couldn't stop it. And the Colts earlier in that, the playoffs, they didn't they didn't try to do that. Pats came in and just ran the ball down their throat the whole game. The entire game, the Pats just ran it down their throat. And again, you've got to adjust. You've got to run the ball. I don't like, and, and these people are like, well, you know, they gave Mahomes an RPO. Fuck that. Call a run play. Just call a run play. Like an RPO, A, you leave it in his hands to make the decision, and B, it makes it harder for the offensive line to block because it could be a passing play. And Run the football. And they don't have the guts to do it sometimes. I honestly, I really, and this is probably the most controversial take about I'll have about this team. I really believe sometimes, even when they're running successfully, Andy just doesn't want to win like that. He does not want to win that way. It's not fun for him. It's not exciting. It's not his style of football. Like he does not want, to just run the ball 30 times for 150 yards. He doesn't want to do it. And there have been so many times, what was the play? Oh, God, there was a sequence with them. Was it right before maybe even the pick? Where McKinnon ran for like seven or eight yards on first down. I think it was the That's pick. Right. Yeah, I think it was the first pick. Right before the pick. Yep. And he just wails the ball. In a co- it's like, why? 
You just ran for eight yards. How dumb are you? Like, I, I just, it's impossible. The Bengals are conceding the run in the game. And it's a, and then, again, not to continue to beat this drum, but, again, defensively, it's 21-13 right after that. Third and goal. You've done a great job doubling Chase, taking him out of the game, right? Like, contesting throws over the middle of the field. And your answer to that is on second down, to have Chase run into the corner against Fenton. And it's an incomplete pass. And on third down, to run the exact same coverage. And hope to God that Rashad Fenton can cover Jamar Chase one-on-one twice. And Fenton, to his credit, actually had good coverage. Nothing else could have done. You got beat. And then, on the two-point conversion, you ran the same fucking coverage a third time. And this time, Dan Sorensen has no idea who he's guarding and takes off with Chase, and it's the easiest two-point conversion of all time. Like I think Spags, on the whole, did a nice job. But my God, like you have to be better than that in these spots. You've coached a million playoff games. Holy hell, man. Like, how do you, if I'm a defensive player, I'm losing my mind. If I'm Tyron Matthew watching that unfold, I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Gay's all over the field. Bolton's all over the field. Nope, not on third down. They're not, because here comes 49 and 56. You're 11 on nine every time on third down. And so, look, it is what it is. The Bengals deserve to win. Give them credit. The Chiefs deserve to lose. They're all, they're all world quarterback, crapped themselves in the second half and overtime of that football game. Their defense had a million opportunities to get off the field on third down. Brian Drake on Twitter pointed out the Bengals were in second and seven or more in this game 17 times. Can't get off the field. Can't get a sack. Can't force an incompletion. Like, as much as I agree about the defense, that last drive in regulation that they scored on to go up 24-21, how many times did Chiefs have Burrow in their grasp and they can't get him down? They can't get him down. Like, Chris Jones, bro, I'm sorry, you're getting paid $21 a year. You got to sack him, man. Like, you got to get him to the ground. So, yes, it's on all these guys, but I think their biggest thing going forward is their situational football is garbage. And I got to be honest, I think it's going to continue to be because it's been that way for years, and one year they happen to overcome it. But Andy just does not like to play a certain way, and Spags has his guys, and that's it. And if they're smart, they just get rid of these fucking guys in, in Neiman and Sorensen and just move on from it. Because otherwise, if they're back next year, you better you better damn well believe they're going to be out there in dime coverage again. It's going to happen again. You have the offensive line figured out. You have the biggest piece of the puzzle figured out, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes. You have your quarterback. You have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. What it comes down to is how do you fill out the rest of those roles? I think McCole Hardman has grown a lot. McCole Hardman had a hell of a playoff run this season. McCole was great. Yeah. If you if you take a step back and don't think of him as the guy picked before DK Metcalf and uh, uh, Terry Sarah McLaughlin out there in Washington <laughs> – he has a role. He figured it out. And I think Verderams did a good job. No more D-Rob. Find out a guy who can take that role. I think Byron Pringle has shown he can take it. Jerick McKinnon did a good job. But I think part of it comes down to use the guys you have. Jerick McKinnon was ripping off seven, eight yards of carry, and you stop. Yeah. Why? I, sometimes it does come down to they have enough horses. It's not like this team was bad. We all thought going into no. this team, they're more talented. What it comes down to is you can't have your quarterback choke, and then you can't have poor play calling. That's basically what it boils down to. But I like I like the idea of just loading up, right, for an offense like this. The Bucks did it, and it won them a Super Bowl. Brady had so many damn weapons on that team last year with, with Evans and Godwin and Gronk, like, the Chiefs have some of those pieces in place. They tried to get Juju Smith-Schuster last year. It didn't work out. They tried drafting a guy late, but they had to figure out all this offensive line stuff. Now they can go into this draft, and I feel like 
you've got a lot of positions that you're in pretty good shape and they have some cornerback stuff to figure out Matthew, but like they're, 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 they're looking good at linebacker, right? They're looking good on the offensive line. And so I think in free agency, you know, they got to figure out their salary cap stuff, but already like Odell Beckham jr. Has been rumored to be of interest in Kansas city. And, 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 Likewise, I think is what I read. Juju Smith-Schuster might come to Kansas. So there's, I think, going to be a, a little bit of a switcheroo with some of these players on offense that could be exciting. And I'm, I'm all for it. Load up, man. People get hurt, right? Travis Kelsey's, you know, in his 30s. Like, you don't want to lose Tyree Kill, and then you're out there with just just Hardman and, you know, the, the ghost of D-Rob or something. Like, load up. Get deep. Get deep on offense because you have Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to be the guy who could scream that in this podcast too much, but it's probably going to happen here. I don't know that I agree that like they're just going to automatically be back. I don't. I don't know that they're going to be good, but the AFC's tough, man. The AFC's really good. I think Cincinnati's scared of the Chiefs. Why the fuck would they be? They just kicked their ass twice. I mean, I wouldn't be scared of the Chiefs. You think Buffalo's scared of the Chiefs? Buffalo's went toe to toe with them. Sure, pro- probably. Honestly, should have beat them. Didn't. Yeah, but you don't you don't think they're going to make the playoffs? Oh no, they'll make the playoffs. But man, like, yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. They'll be back. Like, they're then, not going to like be four no, and twelve. No, of course, year, of course. But, but thirteen, whatever. This, the hard part about this year, they were healthy, man. They were one hundred percent healthy. That doesn't happen every year. Kelsey's no spring chicken, right? Like, I don't know if Tyron Matthews coming back. I've been reading tweets. He's basically crying in the locker room talking about it. He doesn't know what's going to happen. I mean, for all the people that are like, well, you know, Matthew, screw him, hey, man. You lose Tyron Matthews, you better have a damn good replacement. Mm. He's a good football player. You know, if yeah. they lose Frank Clark, which I think they're probably going to, you can say all you want about Frank Clark. All right, who's playing for him? Who's replacing him? Michael Dana, who had a, I think, a pretty solid game in limited okay. snaps. All right. And if you're saving about 20 mil. I'm not, I'm not arguing that I'm saving the money. I'm just saying, okay, okay, who's replacing him? Is Orlando Brown, what are they going to have to pay him? Because that ain't going to be cheap. So, no. and I think he'll be back, but they're going to pay him. Hitchens is gone, which I don't think is the end of the world. Okay, but fine. Traverius Ward. What's going on with him? Hope he's back. What's going on with him? <laughs> like, my point is, it's hard. It's hard. And they had this game on their racket. And I don't I don't feel bad or out of line saying this. The Chiefs should have beaten Cincinnati. Let's be honest. They should have won this game. You're up 21-3 at home in the Asia Championship game. You're going up and down the field, up and down the field. Raider Nation checking in from being at home as per the usual. Um, <laughs> haven't won a Super Bowl since there was a dial-up phones with Rotary. But look, I, I mean, got, they got Josh McDaniels now. Remember oh, good, how last good, time huge, that worked out? Huge. Thank God they're bringing him in. Um, <laughs> that That's going to tip the balance of power. Look, <laughs> it's just, it's what it is. It's what it is. You, you would, at some point, do have to understand that they've gone to four straight AFC title games. It's extraordinary what they've done. They've had an incredible run, but it's hard, man. It's really hard. And to give the Bengals credit, they came in. Let's be real. Most people did not realistically think they were going to win this game. They did. They, you know, they did. They give them the credit. And in the end, Kansas City had every opportunity to win that football game. At home, healthy as can be, all the rest of it, choked. And their quarterback, who's a great, great player, I wouldn't trade for anybody in the league, he choked like a dog down the stretch. He did. Just be honest. He was terrible. I thought the offensive coaching was terrible in the second half of the game. I thought defensively in, in situations, Spagnuolo's a mess, which has been true all year long. You go home when you do that. They went home. And now... They've got some offseason decisions to make. You only got one tag. You got Matthew. You got you got Brown. Ward's a guy who matters. It's not easy. And you got a lot of good teams in the AFC. That are, and if Rodgers goes to Denver, that, that's not going to be easy either. So is what it is. I, I do want to say, because we're putting it into perspective, again, from Boomer's eyes, and we said this before the game, 
Since Andy Reid got to Kansas City, nine consecutive winning seasons, seven consecutive playoff appearances, eight and nine years, seven consecutive 10-win seasons, eight and nine years, six consecutive division titles, four consecutive conference final appearances, two Super Bowl appearances, one title, 103 and 42. This is a phenomenal stretch for any team pretty much throughout the history of the NFL. What's frustrating is, kind of like you said, it seemed like the stars were aligning for Kansas City this year. When you have this bill of health, when you don't have major injuries to a team as talented as Kansas City was, when you have home field advantage, you need to take advantage. When the number one seed in the AFC, the number one seed in the NFC, when they get knocked out, that's the time to take advantage. I get it. I, I know you're not going to win every single season, but it felt like this was one that Chiefs should have had, and they let it slip through their grasps. Yeah, just a, a horrible missed opportunity. And, you know, they're going to learn from it. Mahomes is going to learn from it about putting games away. The Chiefs have, have lived on a razor's edge a lot throughout his career. And I do think one good thing about this season and the way that teams played Mahomes and the Chiefs is that it it forced him to learn to play a new style of football, which is different than he had been playing his career in the NFL to that point, which is be a little bit patient. Take what the defense gives you. Be methodical. Be safe. Move the ball down the field. Take your shots when they present themselves. He's still a young guy, right? He's 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 still learning. He's still maturing. And he's still having experiences, just like all of us. We all continue to gain perspective every day that we're alive, every day we go through something. And a game like this, you know, I think. Tom Brady went through this too, to get really cerebral. We talked about this on this podcast all the time. He went 10 years between winning Super Bowls. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to continue to age like a fine wine, I think. And there was a little bit of that impatience. I think we saw it in the second half, a little bit of that pressing, a little bit of trying to do too much. When if he had just done what he did in the first half and just take what was there, he would have been fine. And so I hope that he goes back and he's, you know, they got and his people to people who are in the chat. I saw a few of them are like, "Oh, Chiefs are done. You don't come back from that." Look, they got their asses kicked in the Super Bowl last year, and they came back and went to the AFC Championship game after a three and four start, and everybody you know buried them. So this team has made a strong stuff. Patrick Mahomes made a, has made a strong stuff. He's a human being. He almost never has a bad game. That's the first time he's lost to anybody in the playoffs, not named Tom Brady. So. You know, I think we can cut him a little bit of slack. I'm excited for to see him continue to develop and hopefully become even more dangerous than he is now. And I think that happened this season, but I don't think he's reached his final form yet. Guys, it's a it's a football game. Like I'm I'm frustrated by it. You know, I'm a Chiefs fan. They should have won that game. I think they 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 were well out in front and they made a lot of mistakes. And the Bengals again give him credit, but it wasn't like the Bengals. I didn't feel like Burrow was unbelievable in this game. You know, I didn't do anything. I mean, Burrow, like everybody's going to go nuts. I mean, what did Burrow have to do in the game? Did nothing. I, you know, it's disappointing to see them lose the way they did. It's disappointing to see, you know, you come in here, it's like a cesspool in the comment section. It's just one, one bizarre freak show after the next. Um, I mean, but <laughs> we're uh, giving the Bengals credit, by the way. It's not like we're out here saying the Bengals yeah. were two scoops of ass. We're saying congratulations. Enjoy yep. this. Enjoy yep. it. I just think, too, like, I don't know, man. Not to get heavy on this stuff, but it's a fucking football game. Like, it's a football game, guys. You all getting paid if they win? Like, maybe you bet on the money or whatever. I, like, it's disappointing. They've been to two straight Super Bowls and won one of them. They hosted four straight AFC title games. They've won six straight divisions. They got Mahomes. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he sucked in the second half of this game. He crapped the bed. And so, 
It happens. You're going to ride with your guy or you're not. You're going to just be a gutless chump and just, just go exit stage left every time they have a bad half of football. Yeah. And everybody here six days ago was going freaking nuts when Mahomes let him down the field in 13 seconds. Now he's a bum. Now he's not allowed over for dinner. I mean, what kind of shit is that? You're either a fan of the guy or you're not. And it's, it's a disgrace. And, and frankly, look, again, it's disappointing. You pound the pillow. Be angry. Be mad. They deserve it. You deserve But I mean, my God, look, at the end, like, it's not life and death. They lost the football game. They will now go into an offseason where they've got some cap space. They've got all their picks. They're going to have to retool it a little bit. But I, I would say that this, the largely this team's going to be back. I don't think they're going anywhere. They're going to be a huge favorite to win the AFC West. You know, they'll be favored to win the Super Bowl again, I would think. You know, if, if Rodgers comes to Denver, maybe. But I mean, Rodgers didn't even win a damn playoff game. I mean, the, the guy scored 10 points at all. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Is Denver's supporting cash better than the Packers? No. So it is what it is. But to me, man, like, look, you ride with your team, you don't. I mean, what, because Mahomes had a bad half of football? I mean, the guy just delivered you from 50 years of hell. And now it's like it's not enough because you had a bad – Hey, look, I got news for you. There's a lot of other plays in that game, and I'm, I'm with all of you about Mahomes. It, it was a choke job, all the rest of it. But my God, like, get the fuck over it. I mean, you know what? He's allowed to have a bad half of football. <laughs> if they hadn't played like dogs in, in a million spots defensively, they would have won the game, okay? If, if they hadn't just screwed up the half with where – Look, I don't care whether that was Mahomes' call or it was or it was uh, you know Andy's call. Get lost. I mean, whoever whoever's call it was, you you all screw that up. I mean, period. Right? Like, now, I'll, I'll say Mahomes wears it more than anybody because he made the throw. It's dumb. It's stupid. That never should have been called. Period. Never should have been called. Never should have been thrown. If Mahomes went to Andy and was like, "This is what I want to do," Andy should be like, "Absolutely not. Throw the ball in the end zone." Yeah. So that's the way it is. You sometimes you have to just look at it and go, look. You didn't play one off to win. Okay. It doesn't mean everybody's a bum and everybody's garbage and everybody's got to go. And oh my God, what are we going to do? Fire everyone involved. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine today, but long term, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this Boston dude is right. <laughs> Hilarious. I love it. Well, at least I you have the it. Red Sox to look back forward to. Right. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> have the Red Sox right. to look forward go to. Go Sox. Um, all right, Sterling. So it, you're on a cheese podcast, you have a platform. Okay. Mm. There's a lot of hurt fans out there right now. They're pissed off. They're distraught. They thought their Chiefs were going to go to the Super Bowl. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl, not this year. What would you say to somebody out there who's listening, who's just really bummed out right now, um, asking for a friend? Remember when Brady Quinn, Tyler Thigpen, Brody Croyle, oh. Matt oh. Castle were quarterbacks? No. Remember when the Chiefs <laughs> went two and 14? Remember when making the playoffs was a massive deal. Remember when winning a playoff game was the greatest moment you have experienced in your lifetime. Losing in the AFC championship game is nothing to hang your hat on. Give the Bengals credit. They made adjustments. But this is not the end of the Mahomes era. The Chiefs are not going to go back to being miserable Right? Like, it's not like the Chiefs all of a sudden squandered their one opportunity. Yes, this was a great opportunity for for Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl to win one. Didn't happen. No use crying over it. Tip your cap. Move on. Reload. Figure out how you're going to get it done. Again, we are still living in the glory days of Kansas City Chiefs football. I get it. Maybe it's not the, the Patriots dynasty where they won so many championships in so many years. But look up at Green Bay. Look at New Orleans, you know, look at Peyton Manning. They all thought they were going to win 
tons of championships. It's not easy. It's hard. Enjoy the good times. Have fun. Watch watch Kansas City win. And if they don't win a Super Bowl, don't be pissed off. Try to soak in the greatness of what they have been right now. Look, man, love it. All these people, not only KC, but anywhere you're a Chiefs fan, who are crying about all this. And hey, listen, fine. It's a brutal loss. I don't blame you for being pissed. But man, like it is, it's Sterling said, and I've said this before, it is so hard to win. It is so hard to win a Super Bowl. It is what it is. Like, it's hard. And if always people like, all oh, the dynasty, who the fuck who's credible ever said they had a dynasty? What moron would ever say that they had a dynasty? They didn't have a dynasty. Mm-hmm. They won one Super Bowl. And you know what? After 50 freaking years of not winning shit, not bad. And they've been to two, and they've hosted four straight AFC title games. And guess what? If you had to bet your life, and this goes for anybody in this chat, if you had to bet your life next year, who's going to win the Super Bowl? You'd bet your ass to be the Chiefs. There's not a soul in here, not a Steelers fan, not a Bills fan, none of them who'd bet on those teams. None of them. I don't know. That guy Fabian in the chat is like beside himself that we won't give credit to the Bengals. I've he said talks like seven caps. times. <laughs> <laughs> he, talks, he talks in all caps. He's like, nah, you lost the game. Give credit, Bengal Joe Shiesty. Let me show you. I'm, I'm sitting here saying it. Look, <laughs> they give him credit. They they won the game, but I mean, come on. What do you want me to tell you? That the Chiefs didn't choke the game away? I mean, shit, you got eyes? They choked the game away. It was ridiculous. And, and yes, the Bengals, we've said this a million times. Fabian, bro, get over <laughs> it. Like, they won. I, <laughs> because you're crying about it. Celebrate, dude. What do you want me to tell you? Because you're crying about it. I oh. troll under bridge. I come to Chiefs fan podcast to complain in chat. They, they adjust. They adjusted really well. That's fine. Give them all the credit in the world. Like, I don't know what else you want. The, the Chiefs were a train wreck at the end, in the second half of that game. And, and yes, part of that's because of the Bengals, and they adjusted. But my God, it's a Chiefs podcast, bro. I'm not going to sit here and break it down from like the, the perspective of the right tackle on the Bengals. You want that? Go listen to a Bengals podcast. I don't have to tell you. Look, and, and I don't blame any fan. I don't blame anybody who's just pissed and wants to vent and is angry. And, 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 and you know, look, that's all. That's fine. Like, I get it. I screamed at the television for three straight hours. But – I don't know. You know what? Look, part of it too, like, I don't know. I mean, after everything's gone on the last couple of years in the world, like there's just be, like, it sucks they lost. And you know what? Like me personally, tomorrow I'm on a flight to Alabama to cover the senior bowl. And there's nothing I'm doing about it. Like there's nothing I'm doing about it. They lost the football game. They should have won, I think, but they choked it away. The Bengals made adjustments. They made it, they made it happen when they needed to the most. The Chiefs got the ball in overtime. They had every, every opportunity. To go make a play, they didn't. They didn't do it. They they ended, he threw another pick. So look, man, it's sports. It happens. The best team doesn't always win. Like historical context to this, I think in the in the current Super Bowl era, the greatest team I I think ever. Like what? Just like take a season, but the late '80s, early '90s, 49ers. I would defy anybody to go and beat that team. That team has Hall of Famers coming off the bench. Their backup quarterback was a Hall of Famer. Like it, like insane. They won back-to-back Super Bowls, 88-89. They went to 90. They won the NFC title game. I believe they're 15-1. and one. Unbelievable team. Montana's the MVP. They're playing Jeff Hostetler in candlestick. The Giants have no offense. Lost them. Lost them. Fumbled it away in the last few minutes or they would have won. It's hard. Like It's just really hard. 
Sometimes you have to just say, hey, give the Bengals credit. They adjusted. The Chiefs didn't. Mahomes had a really bad half of football, and he did. He stunk. He did. But I guess my answer to that is like, look, if you want to argue, if you want to vent about it, that's fine. Go right ahead. But the idea that like, oh, God, now they got to get rid of everybody. Why? Why? Because you had a bad half of football? I mean, what are we talking about? Like, I, in the end, life goes on. They will now be quiet for a month and a half, and free agency starts. And then the draft. And then before you know it, OTAs and mini camps and all the rest of it. And it is what it is. But um, listen, it's going to be an offseason where they've got a couple guys they got to try to bring back. And you move on. But I, I I don't think for two seconds that all of a sudden this team's going to fall off the face here. But it is going to be hard because it's always hard. Always. That's the nature of the NFL. It's always hard. Dude, the undefeated Patriots lost to Eli fucking Manning. Yeah. Like, David it Kyrie right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a yeah. helmet won a game. Like, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers this year, they put up 10 points. They lost to the 49ers. That seemed like the most improbable loss of any of them. Like, it, just to your point, Vertims, all I'm saying is it is so difficult to consistently win in the NFL. Yeah, it certainly is. We got a few more super chats. I want to I want to call out our guy MT and a, and a new member Joe Johnson. So, if you've enjoyed what we've done this season, it like I said a few times now, it doesn't stop here. We're going to keep going and we're really going to ramp things up. If you're an Arrowhead Addict member, I'm talking about oh, in the off season, exclusive podcasts. I'm talking about the private Discord channel where we can keep talking football all the way through the draft into training camp next year as we ramp up into next season. I'm talking maybe a fantasy football league. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. You guys, I consider you all friends, particularly the members who I get to talk to on a regular basis. So we're going to keep this thing going. If you're interested in joining and being a part of what we're going to be doing in the off season, you know, we, we'd love to do a live show in Kansas city at some point this off season. We've got a lot of big plans. We're really just getting started and your supports made this possible since we lost launched this YouTube channel. You know, the audience has doubled and you guys have been incredible. So we're going to keep things loose and fun throughout the offseason. And my God, if you haven't had fun to this point, even though today sucks and we're all going to want to put it in the rearview mirror as fast as possible, let me give you some perspective. Right before the game started, my wife, she runs a theater company. She was on her way. She was on her way to get a COVID test. The unions got rules. They get COVID tested every, you know, uh, every few days because of the union so that she can go to rehearsal. She got hit on the highway. Somebody ran into her. I got a text message from my wife. Like, I've been in a car accident. Scared the shit out of me. You know, she's okay. Everything's fine. Car's a little damaged. You know, was the other driver's fault. She's okay. She's home. She's here. And at the end of that game, I was sitting there holding her hand. And I was bummed. Like, I wanted the Chiefs to win. I was sad. I was holding my wife's hand. And I was thinking, man, thank God Mag's okay. Like, just thank God my wife's okay. Like, this is what matters right here. And, and not a football game. I care about the Chiefs. I love being a Chiefs fan. It's my job. It's my life. Like I'm fired up for the offseason. But think about all those things. Put things in perspective. And like I said earlier, if this podcast means something to you, look into the join function. You know, if you want to get more involved, that's a great way to do it. And if if not, we're going to be here all offseason. We're going to be bringing you two episodes a week. We're not going anywhere. We're going to keep bringing you good Chiefs content. And like I said, man, when when there's not as much football stuff to talk about, that's where you get your Count Chocula episodes. That's where you get your candy rankings. That's where you get the food talk. That's where you get the, the classic rock puns from Sterling and Matt Connor. A lot of the stuff that I think makes this podcast special and the inside jokes and, the, and, and, and things that we have with you all, that's what means a lot to me. That's why I love doing this so much. 
And we're going to be doing, like I said, all kinds of really cool things. And merch is on the way. Arrowhead Attic Podcast merch. Got the designer working on that stuff right now. So we're going to have a lot of fun as we head into this offseason. Talking football, talking the draft. Verter is going to be down there at the Senior Bowl. How many of you would like to be able to just basically text Verteram at the Senior Bowl and be like, who's going to look good for the Chiefs this year? He's going to be there. He's going to be checking out those receivers. He's going to be checking out those pass rushers. It's a cool opportunity. It's a lot of fun. Check it out if you're interested. All right, I'm done with the, I'm done with the sales pitch here. What do you think, guys? Should we give some final thoughts here before we let these people go drink? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, go ahead, man. What's yours? <laughs> Come on, Sterling. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, Mahomes choked. That's basically it. When it came oh. down to Mahomes choke, oh. Chris Jones couldn't wrap up. I I think Javarius Ward had a fine game. I think the offensive line did a phenomenal job. If you want to give Brett Veach credit, give him some credit. He saw an issue with the offensive line. He fixed it. He saw an issue with the linebackers. He fixed it. I think Brett Veach did a good job constructing this team, came down to some play calls, came down to a quarterback choking, and it came down to not executing. Give the Bengals credit. They're on to the Super Bowl. Tip your cap. Sometimes you lose. The Chiefs lost because they didn't execute. And we talked about it all week long. If the Chiefs played well, they'd win the game. Early in the game, the Chiefs executed. They got up 21 to 3. Now, the Bengals didn't execute all that well early. Okay. I don't I don't think you can get up 18 points in a quarter and a half. And it's not about the other team, too. But the Chiefs as the game went on. Tight situation, one yard line, nine seconds. You don't execute. You have the ball, second and two. You're, you're running back, ran for eight yards. You don't execute. You throw a pick. You get the third ground and goal. You you call a, a play where Fenton and Sorensen are over on Jamar Chase, and it's late help. You don't execute. You do the same call on the second on the two point conversion try. Sorensen doesn't even know who he's guarding. He's been in the defense for ten years. It's no idea who he's supposed to be on. You then get the ball off a great pick, which we never even talked about. By Jarius Sneed. you have yeah, this great, momentum great turning play. You lose three yards and punt the ball. You then immediately have a third down. You can get a sack. Nope, nothing. Right out of your hands. And who's there to try to chase Burrow down? Ben Neiman, because Willie Gay's not on the field. Why? Who the hell knows? Next third down, Melvin Ingram's got a shot. Can't get home. He runs again for a first down. And then at the end, second goal to four, all you've got to do is pound the ball forward. You've been blowing them off the ball the whole game. You know they're going to drop seven. And the Chiefs throw the ball and get sacked. And then the Chiefs lose 17 yards. Mahomes fumbles and gets sacked. And they end up bailing themselves out with the field goal, tie the game. They get the ball in overtime. The first two plays are to Mark Schraubs. Like, there's your, there's your football game. Like, n- not taking it away from the Bengals. There's your football game. I mean, how much crap? And look, let's just call it, and I'll leave it at this. If all that shit happens, if all of it happens, but they get a field goal at the end of the first half, they're in the Super Bowl. Little stuff means big stuff by the end of football games in the playoffs yeah there you go it does uh welcome new member the grim reaper and new members of the grim reaper and scooter wallace appreciate you look i've said a lot in this podcast before we go and we'll be back early next week with more podcasts but i just want to i'm going to leave you with with words from somebody in our chat uh from from pamela ray childs farrell because i think she just gets it much love and appreciation goes out to the kansas city chiefs wow what an amazing season I just can't wait to see them play again every time. Yes, I am weird enough that I want to go hug them all. And then if crazy Aunt Pammy needs to beat up the refs or anyone else for picking on them, or if they just want some barbecue and beers. Anyway, how about them Chiefs? I honestly only hate it for the boys. I'm so puffed up with pride right now. It's amazing. You said it, Pamela. That's an awesome sentiment. I think it's the right kind of sentiment to have right now in a moment like this where you're upset as a fan. We love our Chiefs. We love Kansas City. 
We support the team, ride or die, no matter what. They gave us a hell of a season, a lot of fun, uh, one of the most memorable sporting moments of my life last weekend in Arrowhead Stadium. I'm very grateful for that. I wish they were in the Super Bowl. I hate it for them, but you know what? I know they'll be back. And I know one thing, my ass will be back um, every year until I kick the old bucket. I'm going to be wearing this uh, Jamal Charles jersey, my old junior high Marcus Allen jersey made by Apex, a company that I don't even think is in business anymore. <laughs> Doesn't even say Chiefs on it. I think they just uh, bootlegged it. I'm going to be there, and we're going to be here for you. We appreciate your support so much this season. We're just getting started. Um, for Matt Verderam, for Sterling Holmes, my name is Patrick Allen. We'll see you in a couple days on the podcast. But until then, stay well and go Chiefs. Chiefs.